Hi, and welcome to PlayQuest, where we play test games for your amusement. I'm Kyle, your host and GM for the Predation Arc. And on PlayQuest, we like to show up for 10-year reunions. And these people are definitely going to show up in the next 10-year reunion. I'm Dr. Liz, and I play Dr. Seth Anderson, who <laughs> is a slick scientist that likes to play God and play with his baby egg. <laughs> that pause. That pause. <laughs> Oh yeah, and and he's got a best buddy, a life mate. Oh, uh, shit! Oh man, I'm so not in my game. We haven't done this. Uh, Bronco, <laughs> the flashy ankylosaur. Hi, I'm Harrison, and I play Adam Washington. Uh, Adam is a tongue-tied Terex who masters weaponry, and Adam is accompanied by uh, Nezzy, the murder crow, vigilant murder crow. <laughs> it has been a minute. My name is Cal, uh, and I play uh, the Forgotten Serpent, who is a savage Karn uh, who needs no weapon. And I have the super excellent uh, animal companion of... D-Raptor, the sometimes vigilant D-Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes Wow. Hi, I'm Chuck, and I play Nkola, the rugged Terex who walks with dinosaurs. And accompanying me is my new but definitely lifelong friend. Oh, sh- I'm I I have an animal again. Yeah. Sorry, man. I'm just losing. You are it. an animal um, again. Chuck has an animal. That's right. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Chara, the sociable uh, pachysaur who breaks bones like it's nobody's business. Correct. Uh, and I'm Nick, and I'm playing Extra, the savage Karn who predates. And with me is my uh, ever-loving companion. Uh, I want to say that that would be Scrambles. And I want to say that the technical designation would be big, dumb, idiot platypus. Yeah, I think that's nail, nail on the head. Um, uh, I don't have my rulebook out in front of me, but I think that's the one. Then you get an asset on your next roll. <laughs> your next, the next time you roll to be a big, dumb idiot, you have an asset. Yes. Sounds good. And somehow that's going to win you guys the game. It's, it's going to happen it now. It is. <laughs> you, I mean, I, I made it so that scrambles is the chaos that will, will, will bear the fruit of victory. I'm okay with that. I'm a I'm a fan of the underdog. Oh hi, how's everyone doing? Good. I'm so ready. Seven and a half out of ten. That's I <laughs> pretty good. Wow, that's pretty good. So a solid C. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like if a surgeon gave me those odds, like I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't go under. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that's not an assessment of how likely Liz is to live through the night. <laughs> that's that's right. I mean. Yeah, I was a little worried. You guys are like, that's okay. And I was kind of like, hmm. I think, I think it's pretty good, all things told. I feel pretty good about a seven and a half. Yeah, it's yeah. not on a grave scale. Like a five yeah. is like meh. Yeah, it's five is like, It's just meh. Five is normal. Then. So what you're trying to say is there's only a 25% chance you get killed by spiders during this podcast. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a five. AKA a normal <laughs> night for Liz. I'm I'm so ready. Extra is just ready to to like 
go, but it sounds like nerd shit has to happen. Yeah, well, there's always yeah, we nerd shit. We don't know it, what's supposed to happen. That's true. Because some of us don't know what is happening. What's this, to- what's this old nerd want? Well, we yeah, gotta true. talk to uh, Garol. Garion. Garion. Yeah, uh, so let's recap, because it has been a while, and Liz isn't gonna pay attention anyway, but we'll pretend for I'm her I'm gonna t- write notes now. Liar. <laughs> I already wrote down Garion. Wow. Uh, yeah. Did you write it down with a, a Y or with an E? With a Y? That's Hell yeah. you see your notes are already wrong. It's yeah. <laughs> or are they? Oh, since, since I'm the creator in this game, I would say yes. Yes, it is. I deny you. Uh, that's typical. <laughs> so true. I'd rather rule in hell than serve heaven. <laughs> I'm already in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't get much worse. Um, Okay, so if you guys uh, remember from last time, which you don't, you finished up the bunker, you were leaving it, and as you left, you came across Sadi with Brimnon, the new leader in Hong Kong. Uh, He had Spiffy Detective Agency captive with guns to his head. And uh, he had a list of demands. So he demanded that extra Forgotten Serpent and the data found in the Sati bunker you guys were at be brought back to Hong Kong and given to them within three days. Yeah, so they, they want the both of you and they want the information from the bunker, which uh, while everyone else was sort of... Uh, Getting through some feelings by destroying an office. Harrison and Chuck were destroying the files. So Dirty birds. For a very good for, reason. For safekeeping. Yeah. For safety. For safety. Uh, so, uh, as you left, you guys went north of the bunker to get the ciphers that you had located in the computer equipment. And after obtaining the ciphers, uh, Garion didn't really ambush you. He approached you um, from the jungle and said you had some things to talk about. So Garion, from his file in the Sadi bunker, he was one of the noted historians that was looking back to see why um, everything went dark a hundred something years ago. And after... um, he was sort of a known criminal to them and a terrorist who'd been attacking Sadi facilities for some time and was on their wanted list after he left. So he's the one that has um, approached you in the jungle after getting your cipher and says he has an offer for you guys. And that's where we open up. Uh, so Garion, uh, he is dressed... Uh, he's an older gentleman. Um, he's sort of dressed like a raptor in some ways so he's got like uh bones and cloth and he looks very uh rugged i would say like he's lived out in the jungle mm-hmm. for a while so probably like a nut bag <laughs> yeah um if he's like d raptor then yes yeah like an insano <laughs> <laughs> well i would like to hear the guy's after i mean yeah let's hear him out at least even he's... if he is crazy he's probably harmless you're crazy and <laughs> not harmless, so who are you to judge? I'm not crazy. I make logical, informed decisions consistently. What is this guy 
dressed like Kyle? Uh, so he uh, he's definitely been living in the jungle for a while. Um, he okay. has like some dinosaur bones attached. Um, he's almost got like a little bit of a dinosaur shape. And uh, oh. around the edge of the, they don't really hide it, so you can see it. Around the edge of the clearing is a pack of raptors that seem to have come with him. Oh, dad. Okay, I think this guy's actually cool. I mean, he doesn't look that much different from me. I like him. Yeah, so... Let's yeah. talk to him. I think he's gonna, probably going to be cool, too. Because we know he's not... He's, like, out to destroy Sadie, too, right? Yeah, so you've seen his file. He's been blowing up Sadie facilities and leading attacks. He's, like, numero uno on um, the Sadie's get rid of list. They're pretty keen yeah. about getting rid of him. He might have gotten bumped down to numero duo at the moment, but yeah, they they he dropped down to a deuce yeah. when you guys came on the scene. Maybe we should start with Garyon. Why are you destroying these sadie facilities? Like we just did to this one. <laughs> yeah. So if he says, "Well, uh, you know, I I worked for Sadie for a long time, and, and once I realized the truth of." Uh, what they were doing that it just seemed like the uh, best choice what do you mean what they were doing uh, well you've been in uh, the facility haven't you yeah yep 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 so you know uh, you're wearing a saddy lab coat so I feel like you're pretty familiar yeah but what exactly was <laughs> your problem with them just trying to like you know <laughs> Well, just comparing notes. Feel just yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used to work for them. I don't anymore. So you can we can be honest and open about each other. He says, yeah. Oh well, far <laughs> be it for me to judge anyone who used to work for Sadie. Um, yeah, I I don't know how much you know about me, but I worked for Sadie myself for some time. Um, and then I made the realization that they didn't they didn't care about this world or the dinosaurs or their impact possibly on the future. You know, we're basically working for. A private corporation doing what they wanted us to do and just going along with it like that was that was just how things should be and uh i i couldn't deal with that anymore i also struggle with their authority issues he says the genetic engineering the playing god the using the people of this world for their own benefit um you know none of that was for anyone's benefit but their own and i had to make a choice at some point uh, needed to strike back. If I could convince the people living in our time now that Sadie wasn't their master anymore, then we could probably be okay for, well, until we're still here, I guess. And so your plan is to just go around bombing lab after lab? Uh, you know, the labs are sort of secondary targets and mostly military occasionally those labs uh were creating super soldiers and the like and um i'm sorry to say that some scientists were killed in my actions but you know when when i stopped another saddy super soldier from becoming sentient then i, I felt that the cost was worth the the price was worth it yep yep yeah, I'm, I'm liking this guy more and more. Just keep, yeah. just keep talking, honey lips. <laughs> well, good. So, well, I, I need to know more about you guys. What's your angle here? 
Oh, you know, just a sadie super soldier. That's all. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like you. The, 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 literally the dinosaur lady standing next to you is just like laughing just a little bit at Super Soldier. <laughs> but Yeah, Super seems strong, but He says, and and yet you're here making your own choices. Oh no, I'm just giving you a hard time. I definitely want to blow every Saudi facility that we can find up. I'm down. Yeah, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's blow it up. I just want to keep scrambles safe. I want to keep everybody here safe. Well, we can definitely do that. Or I can help you with that. But I need something from you guys. I already have a high hide. <laughs> we, It's a good start. We also, remember, we also got to uh, get the... Actually, I forget why we have to go there. <laughs> <laughs> he says, well... I, I might be able to use your help. Um, my sources tell me that there's a major SADI uh, event going on in Hong Kong. Do you know where that is? We've uh, heard it before. I think we do, actually. Well, good. What do you mean a major event? Um, like a gathering of the SADI people? Yes. Which is odd, because SADI is typically so decentralized. You know, it's sort of like the Hydra with a hundred different heads. We've just been destroying Sadie facility after Sadie facility trying to take them down. Uh, but this seems... Who's this we? Uh, me and my friends. <laughs> me, and, me and my terrorist <laughs> friends. <laughs> Can other people see these friends or just you? Uh, well, that's up to you, I suppose. So, uh, you know, about a day's north in... Uh, the Lonely Mountains, we have uh, a hideout. There's more than one of them. They don't suffer. <laughs> how many, how many days? What's our deadline? Uh, so your deadline is three days. And it was going to take you, I believe, two days to get there. So this would be an extra day to the north away from where you're supposed to go. So I mean, yeah, we couldn't. If risky. we do that, we can't. Yeah. We can't. Yeah, extra, extra just says can't. Can't go that far. Not right now. What? Well, you don't mind me asking. Maybe they can meet us in Hong Kong. Because we've got a date with Destiny. <laughs> no, I've got. I've got a date with a human boy. N- well, we'll <laughs> no, we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to save his life. You're you're too young to date, extra. Just get that out of your head. <laughs> Garyan says, "Whoa, whoa." <laughs> Leave leave the patriarchy in the 22nd century where we came from. Please. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I would imagine that Forgotten Serpent is the kind of dad that meets uh, her his daughter's like boyfriends and stuff with a shotgun on the front porch. Uh, so the fucking worst. <laughs> the worst, yeah. Yeah, so the worst, yeah, absolutely. Garyan says, where do you need to be in three days? At the savvy... Uh, place. Uh, they're expecting us. Yeah. Long story short, they're probably their gathering probably has a lot to do with us. Well, this is something I need to know more about. Uh, yeah, they want some stuff like me dead, that lizard lady girl thing, alive, but I maybe a possibly it's a dead. dinosaur. <laughs> it's a dinosaur. <laughs> I'm, a, That's right. I'm not a dinosaur. <laughs> 
what the fuck, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's like name's extra, and I'm a best. and I'm a and I'm a nice lady with a tail. What's your deal? <laughs> All right, lady with a tail. They they want to like cut her up and stuff and see how she ticks. Is that all they want? No. Uh, they also believe that we have some kind of data from that facility. I still don't Which have we any idea. Definitely what do about. not. Well, there's definitely. Yep, I believe them. Because I roll for it. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Interesting. What kind of data from that facility? Any idea?" We have no. We have no idea. But just to yeah, be certain, the response was more or less like, "You know what we're looking for," but we really didn't. So it's been super confusing. Uh, but just to be <laughs> safe, we destroyed all the data. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Gary, no one can find it now. Gary and kind of we weren't planning on giving them the data any. Even if we had data, we weren't going to give it to them because they suck. Gary and chuckles at this. He's like, "Good, uh, actually, that kind of fulfills one of my goals." Um, what's that? Uh, smash up a facility? Well, that. Yeah, been there, done that. Yeah, he <laughs> got here too late for that. Or right? expert smashers. I definitely, he says. Definitely that. Uh, we can talk more about that information. I know exactly what they want, and I can explain it to you. Explain to you why they want it. He says, "Let me offer you this. If so, you have to be back in three days to Hong Kong for some reason, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Tracy. So my hideout is to the north by one day. I understand that puts you pretty far away." The thing is, I'm right next to the main road from the northern part of Laramidia. And if you take that road, it will shorten your time by a day, day and a half. So you would get to Hong Kong in half a day to a day before your deadline. It's interesting that we failed to understand the basic geography of the area that we lived in. We're new. <laughs> I knew it. I'm I'm very good at geography. That's right. Just neglected to mention yeah. it, right? <laughs> if the old man wants to get us there faster, then we'll go there faster. What you want? You want to buy me some food? Let's do it. Let's go. He said. What? I don't think he's looking to have a yeah. date. I don't want to. No, this guy's old and gross. He has a bunch of raptors with him. That's that. That's like too close to home. You know. I need. I need. Like I. That's not what I'm into. I'm. I'm a hundred percent into London. Who is the is a handsome young young man with red hair? Well, tell me more about London as we travel to the north. I'm Please going don't. to <laughs> a bunch. All I would about like to put them. my Bluetooth headphones on <laughs> <laughs> that I found in the this lab. Like... I forgot to tell everybody. Turn them way out. <laughs> I occasionally like if extra stops talking about London. Um, I, I like remind extra like what color eyes he has so that like she just keeps going just to drive this guy crazy. Either this goes on for too long in like a really annoying way, or it can't go on for too long because like extra does have a kind of stunted vocabulary. Like it's not like she can write a sonnet on the way. Like she could just kind of. Be, I really like the way that his hair looks. 
the last time that I saw him, it looked kind of dirty, but that ma- and that made me angry because I liked it better when it looked nice and in the sun. <laughs> you know, like no, it's beautiful. That's like a stream of consciousness. Wow. Like it's like very post. Beautiful seems You're very post- strong. It's like a CD <laughs> on replay, and so when she gets to the end, she just starts from the beginning. <laughs> it's right. like, no, I guess that's right. And then it's like, when I first saw him, I thought it would look nice under a waterfall. Like I still don't know why. The, oh my god. It's like reading the end of Flowers for Algernon. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a joke that deserved inspiration. Before. Oh my god. But that was a really good one, Chad. <laughs> that's so oh, good. Yeah, you get, uh, you get a XP for that. I can't. Turn that down. I feel like I feel like a time portal should like open up and like a copy of Flowers for Algernon <laughs> fall should, like oh, drop it here. extra on the head and yeah. ow that hurt my head that hurt my head but I'll just step on it and, and into the mud and like <laughs> really no that's ow, canon. all of these papers hit me among the random like useless junk that falls out of the time anomaly uh, a copy of Flowers for Algernon <laughs> is one of them. Oh, so the time an enemy drops books. Got it. Oh, that's my favorite thing. Don't for I don't think that I've forgotten that we have six burner phones. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are. Don't you think for one minute that I've forgotten? Yeah. So Garion brings you north uh, through the jungle to the lonely mountains. Um, as they like sort of peek out of the jungle and you can see how big they are as he brings you into a cave everyone go ahead and roll perception for me for the trip to see if you see anything in particular uh chuck I just want to like give you a basic yeah just a basic d20 perception like uh, i guess that's intellect nicola and you're going to get uh xp for exploring the mountains to the north uh, yeah so this was one of your goals yeah, to be somewhere um, that no one else had been. Yeah, so as far as you know, these mountains, uh, as far as like common knowledge is, these mountains are pretty abandoned. So the fact that they have critically failed. Oh yeah. man. Oof, that's bad. Two of us. Yeah. Got nat ones on that. That's these these, oh, these rolls ooh, all campaign really long with it. Crazy. Um, so you guys, for the most part, uh, well, this makes a lot of sense that extra rolled a one because you're just talking to Gary and so much about one that <laughs> you like don't notice anything as you go past. Um, Harrison, so uh, Adam Washington, I think you're just kind of uh, distracted by where you're going. Maybe you're worried about the information you've, you've learned and how it could be used or um, something like that. I think I've consistently established myself as the world's most unobservant ranger. Every time I say I'm going to stay in the back and like try and see if anything happens. Hit that and, one. Yeah, and I, I smash that one. That's true. It's because you can't stop looking at our butts. <laughs> 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 That's, that's that's my real secret. Is is um, that's it, why um, you're so tongue tied all the time. It's okay. not so <laughs> like I can't stutter anything. It's your I'm a, I'm a butt terex. <laughs> <laughs> that's, He's gone. Ter- that's the only thing I'm interested in exploring. <laughs> just everywhere he goes, all day inside his head is just baby got back. <laughs> He's gonna terex that butt up. Can our animals make perception, or do, or is that something we need to communicate to them? Or uh, yeah, they can make perception checks as well. 
Ah, uh, that's that's all right. I don't think you need to communicate that. I was, I was gonna say because uh, yeah, scrambles is like specialized. In the- uh, that Pachyosaur rolled a eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and D-Raptor is, uh, trained in it or whatever. But he only gets a five, so... Liz, why'd you roll a Nine D-12? Nine for Bronco. Oops. JK. Yeah, JK. Yeah, roll that. <laughs> 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 potential. <laughs> and he's <laughs> trained. Nice. When he gets a two... Yeah. He's also looking at butts. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to argue. <laughs> the dinosaur just, like, sitting next to... <laughs> Adam Washington just like bobbing his head. <laughs> or maybe just like all these other D-Raptors out there. Well, you know, Extra got that tail. He's like, hmm, baby's got tail. Yeah. <laughs> Baby got oh, tail. I didn't even think about what What if one's a butt my guy and, then, and now I've got a tail. And now, oh. uh, uh, no, yeah. no one tell Extra uh, that. Yeah. Nicola, you and what's your dinosaur's name? Your new one? Chara. Chara. Uh, so, you guys first, as you walk through the jungle, uh, you see what looks to be an especially tall tree. And as you get closer, you realize that this is the Lonely Mountains. These are uh, mountains that have long been thought to be uninhabitable. Very few have explored them or been near them. Uh, the fact that Garion's terrorist group operates nearby may have something to do with that, which you now realize. Yeah. Cal, you, the serpent, you keep good watch. You don't see anything approach you. You see some of the raptors moving, like, in the brush around you guys as you go through. Uh, Dr. Seth, you actually notice uh, some of the features of the land as you approach the Lonely Mountains match some of um, your research into possible locations of these uh, these moving plants that you're so interested in. Okay. Yes. Uh, so they may be near. And we're going the way we're going the right way to my my plant. Yeah. So these were wild plants, right? Not something that you had created. Um, it's a rumor that I heard about a a mobile plant. Right. A mobile carnivorous plant. Um, I've never seen it before. Okay. Rumored to be in this area. Yeah. So you see sort of like weird shuffling tracks. It's almost like a car tire without anything that kind of goes off. Root prints. Yeah, root prints. <laughs> Whoa. That's weird. Nice. I totally want to follow those. I don't care about anything else. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Dr. Seth, you follow the root prints. Uh, it goes kind of deep into the jungle um, to the point that it sort of stops. And uh, you look around. There's no plant really nearby that looks out of the ordinary Uh, but on the ground um, you look and see little sprouts that look sort of like a venus flytrap almost they seem to have little tiny tracks behind them they're moving very slowly little tiny okay i'm gonna observe one of them and see if i can capture or capture it moving just witness it moving so I'm, gonna, I'm just you know gonna sit back and do some some natural science observations yeah of course um yeah so the little ones seem to not do anything for a while uh after you sit there for uh, a little bit of time it, they do sort of like scooch they kind of dig their roots in almost it's like a growing and then retracting thing and the roots like reach in ahead and then push and sort of drags okay. the whole plant forward. 
I definitely need to collect some samples, so I'm going to rifle through my tech kit and see if I have appropriate beakers. I, um, yeah, I imagine you do. And take, take, take these little guys, as many as will fit in a beaker. Uh, you can fit one in a beaker. Okay. Well, I might need two just in case I need to cross them, so maybe I'll do two <laughs> beakers worth. Sure, yeah, so you can, you find another beaker <laughs> and you fit another one. How how big are these tracks of this carnivorous plant for these teeny tiny babies versus the other tracks, that, the big tracks that were around here? Yeah, so the babies are a few inches. Uh, the big track, uh, probably the size of a car tire, so one to two feet across where the stalk would have been. Damn, that could eat a person. It most certainly could, <laughs> based on your scientific judgment. Liz. Liz. Don't Yes. Eat. I'm not gonna get eaten, maybe. You have instant growth formula. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you have two carnivorous plants and you have instant growth formula. Yes. Yeah. I can't wait for you to like 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 a like a Mentos and a Pepsi <laughs> to just like drop your formula into one of those beakers with one of those guys. That's just like what I that's all I want. <coughs> well that's the great thing too. It's not even like a formula. It's like a literal green thumb. Because it's, uh, it's the other great thing is that this episode is brought to you by Pepsi. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I don't I don't know why I said Pepsi. I was like, is that even is that what you put? You just put it in Coke. You put it in Diet Coke. Is that right? Yeah. Diet, Diet Coke, Coke and Mentos. Mentos. Yeah, I don't even know why I was thinking that. <laughs> Probably because it's the best soft drink on the market. Uh, Pepsi's really reaching out. They got Steve Carell. <laughs> they got us. Like they're really hitting all their oh, fan really? bases. Y'all, let's sell out. <laughs> um, yeah. So Liz, you get that. You get an XP for finding these little plants. That was one of your goals as nice. well. Yeah. Doctor Seth is beside himself with this amazing scientific discovery. To be the first to describe and... a carnivorous plant of this nature. It's amazing. I could die happy now. Yeah, you can even if it's an unknown thing, you definitely name it. Mm. It's definitely the Seth Anderson plant, because let's be honest. That's what Dr. Seth would do. Yeah, for sure. You just name it the doc do you name it the Dr. Seth Anderson? Well, I wanna see if its temperament (laughs) is worthy of such a um, honorable name. I wanna get to know it a little better. She's serious about this. So, Forgotten Serpent um, and Bronco, you guys notice after not too long uh, with those other perception checks that Dr. Seth has sort of disappeared in the jungle. Um, but probably after a good 30 minutes to an hour, he reappears looking very gleeful. Okay. Yeah, I would say Bronco would probably freak out as soon as he noticed that Dr. Seth was gone, but upon seeing him emerge, he's very pleased and happy. Does a little oh, tap, okay. uh, tap yeah, dance. I'll pet my bronco. Some <laughs> 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 Yeah, he rolls over. Yeah, so you guys make it north. There's sort of a secret cave entrance into the side of the lonely mountains. Um, you pass through uh, people who are wearing sort of um, just regular clothing and stuff that seem to be wandering the jungle. 
but Garion leads you into this very complex cave system. It's big enough that the dinosaurs can fit in as well. And there's a lot of activity, like boxes, things like that. And it's definitely sort of a bunker facility. Um, so he invites you in. He, he gives you places to sit down and stay and things like that. And then nice. asks for what you. Nice man. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's very welcoming uh, to you guys. And then asks that you meet later um, in his study to talk. And you guys, we can jump to that if you want, or if there's anything you guys want to do in particular um, before then. Do, do we need to calibrate? Do we need to walk around this place? Or do you guys want to talk to this guy? Uh, we can just talk to him. I'm just smoking. I'm just like, all right. Yeah, I would say extra, like, actually kind of just wants to leave. Yeah. And, and I mean, we also, like, want to figure out the plan to blow up their, the SETI spot, you know. Blowing up at the spot, not necessarily with explosives. I was going to go with walking uh, through one of their not front doors and then murdering everything that comes into my path. What's, I mean, that's a plan. Uh, it seems like there might be <laughs> I don't know if it's the best them. plan. Let's, well, let's just see what this guy knows. Let's talk to him. Yeah, exactly. Let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, let's go then. Yeah. You guys arrive into Garion's office later that evening after settling in and uh, he tells you to shut door. He says, well, thank you for uh, coming and agreeing to talk to me again. Uh, there's something I want to talk about that information that you say you didn't find in the bunker. Um, but I think it's important to know what we stand for. Uh, sure. Let's hear what you stand for. So I've talked to you about Seti's just unethical behavior, and that is certainly one of the things that we are fighting against. As lovely as uh, he points to extra, this lady is, and as keen as this weapon is, pointing at Forgotten Serpent, they're they're not doing this in a way that's ethical or or good for this world. As I worked for Sadie, I realized, uh, looking through data and doing some research, that our time here was limited. So I don't know if many of you are old enough to remember that the Cretaceous period comes to an end. When? There's a timeline to all this. Roughly 50 years. In 50 years, the asteroid comes. A good portion of the population is going to die instantly within the matter of days. Some may survive and persist for a while, but even those most hardy of us will be dead probably within a year after that event. That Sadie Bunker holds that information. It did. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like past tense. <laughs> he says that information needs to die with the bunker and die with Sadie. Sorry, I mean, we destroyed it. It sounds like not knowing that was in there. I'm not entirely sure I'm I'm keen on or understand why you think that information needs to be destroyed. What, we just let all of humanity here in the Cretaceous walk blindly into, you know, some catastrophe? Yes, that's the plan. The fuck is wrong <laughs> with you? He says, listen, they can work on building a time travel back. It's never going to happen. We don't have the materials. There's no way for us to 
do that that I can see, and I work for Sadi. Maybe you just lack vision. Maybe the only vision you have is that which Sadi gave to you. Listen, I've spent half my life destroying Sadi facilities single-handed. Like, I don't like Sadi, but that doesn't mean that the people that live here don't deserve to know. Well, that's the decision you're going to have to make. Well, it sounds like it was already made, but <laughs> I was totally oblivious, and I'm not very happy about it. And, uh, I... Oh, that's right. My notes were wrong. 30 years in the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a big that difference. That's a big difference. Yeah, I, I don't get the I don't get the rationale, buddy. Like what? Like why should people not know? Surely we should attempt to do something about it. Why should we? It's... Or at least get our affairs in order before we all kick the bucket. Why? You don't have the right to hold that information from people. Not that it's not totally moot now. What does it matter? Exactly. Look, if if all the information is is when we're gonna die. Well, if it's 30 years from now, maybe we'll make it there or not, but if we don't know anything more, how can you stop it? How can you do it? Just, you just got to be strong okay, enough to survive. So I, I figure if we know a, a time frame, then it maybe the data that we so conveniently destroyed uh, might have told us a little bit about what was coming. Like, I, I don't know if you guys realize this, but I mean... Our ancestors are are supposedly time travelers. Like, are we assuming that time is a, a closed circle? Well, they, like that there's nothing that we can do about they this? They were time travelers, but they aren't now. Or we aren't, and they aren't coming to get us, obviously. And Sadie knew this. If they're- right. So we gotta do something about here and now. That's why Sadie chose the Cretaceous period exactly for that reason. They knew what was coming. Anything that they had done before the asteroid would be wiped out. I'm sorry, did you say asteroid? Yes. Wait, so that's what's coming? A a big fucking rock? Oh, you wouldn't know this information, would you? I guess they wouldn't program it in you. So, uh, he says, yes, this this is what's coming. It's an asteroid. We know the date and time, roughly, when it hits the Earth. And when it does, it destroys all life on Earth. All life. Or, you know, everything bigger than a possum. Exactly. So Scrambles will make it. <laughs> Sorry, Scrambles. Sorry, <laughs> Scrambles. You're gonna die if you, if you want to make it. Sorry, he's, I meant... He's, like, kind of on the edge. Yeah, he is, like, right there at the edge. Sorry, I meant a regular-sized possum, not the <laughs> giant possums giant possum. of the... Of the Ice Age. Granted, he's a giant platypus, but do you remember he he is an early mammal, and he, he the giant platypus is still only like three feet long, or like like maybe potentially like five feet, like tail to tail to bill. Okay, that's not what that's not what I've been imagining. <laughs> I've been when you said how giant, big did you think he was? Like like six size of feet a small car long <laughs> like six yeah, yeah. Like the size of a vw but a uh, beetle like the old vw beetles <laughs> <clears throat> so perhaps uh perhaps the platypus would survive but humans the dinosaurs they're not i feel like we're making a handful of assumptions but sure also just to be clear I'm not keeping this a secret. You can go fuck yourself. He said, that's fine. That's that's your choice to make. But 
if you want our help assaulting Hong Kong or whatever it is you have to do there, we won't help you unless you agree to our terms. Yeah, I still don't get the rationale. Why are you trying to keep this a secret? He says, this... He says, the reason is, and I learned this in Sadi, is this experiment was a mistake. It was a mistake to come back. It was a mistake to do what we did for Sadi. And either Sadi realized that and got rid of us and cut their losses, or Sadi wanted plausible deniability about what they're really doing here. Either way. Wait, so you're saying it's just not right to be in the past? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's that's asinine. I don't know. I mean, here's here's the predicament. Like, we know we know that like humans evolved without a bunch of dinosaurs running around Earth. So, you know, if we stop the asteroid and dinosaurs keep running around Earth, I think we might not have humans anymore. I mean, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I just want to stress that I feel like it's a foregone conclusion that we don't just leave the Cretaceous somehow. Wait, wait what do you mean it's a foregone conclusion we don't leave? Yeah, we're not leaving. We either die or don't. No, that no, that's that's my point. How do we know that there there isn't a way to go back? Like, I feel like we're making some assumptions about like our ability to to do that. I mean, that's how we got here, or at least. And we know there us. are time pockets. There's these anomalies all over the place. Exactly. But no one's ever determined what exactly they are. We know their connection to our past, and we know that occasionally they drop random junk from the past. But we've never established if that's a side effect of time traveling here, or the future's attempts to reconnect to us, or just random, you know, other things that we don't know about. It seems like when they happen, what happens in them is exactly what we need at the time. Like, you know, all of a sudden, boom, growth hormone. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like destiny. Garion says, what we fear is if Sadie gets this information, they may save life on Earth. They probably will. They'll, it'll give them a common cause. It'll give them a reason to live, to reunite. Sadie has slowly broken apart over these 100-something years as the central organization has lost control. And they've become basically independent um, vassal states or independent um, countries unto themselves. But with that information, with vital information like that, Sadi can easily redominate the landscape of this place that we call home. Okay, so I hate Sadi, but do we really think preventing Sadi from becoming more powerful again is somehow worth the the deaths of all human people like everyone you've ever known and their kids that they will have that all of us die to stop sadi from being like in power again if it's not sadi it's something else he says it's our our complaints are twofold and we don't want sadi to consolidate power and even if they end up stopping the asteroid from hitting a consolidated Sadi afterwards would be unbearable to live with. 
And on top of that, so what do you want? I want you to agree to never speak of this information I've told you. Okay, I've, I've literally totally forgotten already. I don't. Care. <laughs> he says, "I've given you this information because I know this information, and we have some of the data." But no one's going to believe you if you say this is what's happening. Some might, but not enough. It's this information in the hands of the powerful Saudi organization. And Brim Nan and those in Hong Kong, they don't know exactly what they're looking for. They know it's something important, and they know that they can consolidate power with it. So I'm asking you guys, if you want our help assaulting Hong Kong and getting in there to get rid of Brim Nan and, and Saudi, that you have to agree to never tell anyone this information and to let it die and let us die when the asteroid hits yeah yeah yeah. i think there should be some um exclusions to the rules that you've laid out (laughs) for instance i agree brim and his um his powerful gang should be stopped they're no good but in hong kong and in sadi there are some decent scientists you and i both know that and I think these people should be allowed to know this information or at least have the chance to continue science and try to find a way out of this period. Well, that's your decision to make. Yeah. You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> he says, if you want my help, if you want um, my organization to help you in this battle, then you have to agree to those terms. If not, I hold you no ill will. My fight is not with you, and you're free to go about your business in Hong Kong as you were to anyway. I mean, it seems to me like what we really need to do is absolutely annihilate Sadie, and then we can figure out how to stop it and not live with Sadie. But like what you're saying, it's the you can't have both those things. Like the the scientists at Sadie are the people that would stop it. You know, I don't know. You're a scientist. Yeah, right? but it's it's hard to do if they're all dead. <laughs> well, hang on. Wait. What about right. this? What about this? Okay, Doctor Seth, who I didn't like at first, but now I like because he helped me put back on my tail. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, we're wicked cool, <laughs> and I like t- totally fist bump you, and uh, like I die for you, bro. There's some people that are good there. And there's some people that are bad. What if we just get the good people out and they can make the same promise that we make? And then and then they can figure out whatever these nerds want to figure out. And cause I and I can get London out and he'll be safe too. And and then we, and then I'll and then I'll break the neck of, of whatever that other guy's name was. Brimnan. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna what time is it? Uh, late. It doesn't matter because literally I'm leaving as soon as I wake up in in the next, like, bit to go do those things. Uh, If you want to blow up Sadi Bunkers, you can come with me. Okay. Yeah, so Garion says, uh, well, we're mobilized. We can move quick our outfit. Uh, So I give you to the morning. Um, You decide what you want to do. If you want my help, then you agree to my terms. If not, I... Agreed. I literally don't know what you say, so can I get your help? <laughs> but what is it you want, do you want to do there? You want to kill everyone at Sadie and blow up the the lab at Hong Kong? Is that your plan? Is that 
the, what we'd agreed to. Hong Kong, yeah, is a backwater SATI organization. They don't have important information there. There's nothing that I need to blow up. You handled most of that in that bunker for me to the south here. But what if you got Han Con? What do you mean? Well, I mean, this is really stretching. But why male models? <laughs> yeah, but why male models? <laughs> um, well, no, um, I guess what I mean is it's a backwater village with a large, saddy bunker with plenty of scientific facilities and a local economy. If we, I mean, like, when you say you want to get rid of Sadie, you just can't mean anyone who wears a uniform. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you've, 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 got, you've got a chance to, like, sh- oh, you can live in the mountain jungles. Fine. You look like you're pretty good at it. And, lit- and like, <laughs> Extra is cool with him, but let me, let, let's get it straight. Like, Extra lives in the wild. This guy's a faker. Okay. Um, and, uh,. So like she 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 has like a limited respect. I think that would be what her view is. Is like you've got a shot at something better than this dilapidated horror pit that you call a home. <laughs> Literally, the tent that I wear on my back is better than this. This is bad in here. You could you could go have the the other thing. <laughs> so uh, Garion does clarify that when he talks about Sadie, he's talking about Brim Nan, who's in charge, and the uh, soldiers. Um, he has so the no military faction. Okay. Yeah, the military. He has no interest in like murdering the rest of the council or like the scientists who are there, or anything like that. Um, he's he's more concerned about like what. Brimnan and the Sadi soldiers represent a sort of like a militarized, um, reinvigorated Sadi organization. Got it. Okay. Right. So I'm offering you a cool base with real science stuff and not a vine covered trash palace. <laughs> he says, maybe when my mission is done, I will join you in Hong Kong. But, oh, cool. Is I guess your cool mission of not telling anyone the things that you know, except when it's to make them do bad deals. Okay, <laughs> I'm officially bored. Scrambles. Let's take a nap. Okay, wait. What if instead of not telling them, you we find out from Sadie and tell everyone that Sadie didn't tell them? And then... Instead of rallying around Sadie to, uh, you know, to like save them, they overthrow Sadie and save themselves. So you're saying the people organize against Sadie? Yeah. How do you think Sadie's going to react to that? Wait, what? Just are they? Is Sadie just going to let? the saddy bunker in the town next door be destroyed I mean if you like look we've got 30 years to figure this out like we your little our little mountain bunker doesn't have to be the only cell of uh you know mount mal terrorists blowing up saddy bunkers like when we start spreading this, 
there could be people ready to blow SETI bunkers in every place in the entire world. That's true. You're really missing out on the marketing aspect of all <laughs> this game. No, so uh, Garion says, that, that sounds good, but that information will still get out, and I can't abide that. Two main things that we are two goals is to let that information die in the world with it and to eliminate Sadie as much as we can before then. Yeah, I'm done. And so, uh, <laughs> sort of just like, I don't even care at this point. I leave and I'm just like, I'm not keeping your secrets. You're a bunch of short-sighted fools. I mean, if, if you want to do that, but I was going to say, can you give us like, maybe let's do this. Let's like, can we give us a point to like, like Congress of, of the, of the party? So Garion is sort of like ends the conversation. Um, so he says, uh, decide in the morning before you leave. Let me know. We'll be mobile to go if not. And if you if you want us, if not, then you're free to leave and do what you must in Hong Kong. And now if, if you don't mind, uh, he kind of gets up. And he's like, I need to retire for the evening. And he shows you the door. Um, sounds good to me. Yeah, let's I, I think we should go to like our quarters and chat it out. All right. Yeah. So you guys return back to your um, your bunks. They're all conveniently located nearby. So you can meet up and talk after your um, Garion meeting. Wolf scrambles. What do you think? Thanks for joining us this week on PlayQuest. Tune in next week to see if the team comes up with a coherent plan. The cast of PlayQuest is Liz, Kyle, Cal, Harrison, and Chuck. Thanks for all their original ideas and hard work. You can connect with us through Podchaser. Just search PlayQuest and leave us a review. On Twitter, at PlayQuestPod is our handle there. Or send us an email to gm at playquestpod.com. That's gm at P-L-A-Y-Q-U-E-S-T-P-O-D dot com. PlayQuest is edited by me, Nick, and is a production of the Pramana Language Lab. See you next quest, friends. <laughs>